Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail. And the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs. Again, that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below. When you purchase their services... Let them know Derek sent you. Break on through to the other side. Break on through to the other side. Welcome to Parallel. I'm Derek. That's Scar. That's Brandon. And today we got a guest. Yes. We got the homie Joe, one of our uh, favorite listeners. He's been with us since like day one. So... When, I was a bit into Oz. I think you guys were on third season when I found you. Yep. So, yeah. but I mean, like, when Joe started listening, we were doing our very first show, which was Oz. And now here we are, like, six shows later. <laughs> and I mean, I, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I greatly appreciate you stopping by. I appreciate you checking us out and listening. Like, yeah, I, I can't believe you stuck. I can't believe you stuck through Oz. I was the one who likes us. Yeah, I was the third watch. Like, I know it gets bad towards the end, but like, still, it's it's one of my shows. He was. I'll stick through it. Yeah, he feels the same way about Oz that 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 I feel about you know playmakers. <laughs> and I'm surprised he stuck through Playmakers. Me too. That's the one, that's the one I'm like, buddy. I think that's when we lost our most listeners. So we went from like 700 listens an episode to like 40. <laughs> See, my my rationale with that was used it Oz, so I'll do Playmakers. That was that was that was just because like I I remember every episode like you guys were sick of Oz. Oh my god! And I was like. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do playmakers in that case. What I mean, how the fuck did he get out of that casket? Like, what <laughs> happened? I oh. still never explained any of that. <laughs> all, time, of sudden, all of a sudden, like a few episodes later, nigga just wheels up, just, no. just rolling through the. No, just, no, no, no. It's much worse than that. That was the last scene of the season finale, exactly. Right. And then you come back with the very first episode of the next year season, and he's just chilling in prison. He's just rolling through. <laughs> no, because I, I as I as I remember it, like they don't even like he doesn't even have much of a speaking part in that episode. He, he just, just kind of rolls, rolls through. through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the same way that um, Dino fucking showed back up after he had been murdered. Like after how Peter showed back up rather after he had been murdered and shit. Yes. Dino got a haircut in the afterlife. Yes, very much so. Because he came back through looking clean as fuck. <sighs> so, we brought Joe on because Joe was literally, when we started uh, discussing what the next show was going to be, he said, if y'all are doing Counterpart, first of all, 
Joe's the one who really suggested the name of this show. I'll give credit where credit is due. Because Joe was like, yo, if you're going to do a show on Counterpart, you're going to want to make it something where the title has something to do with parallels. And so I tried to think of a ton of shit, and I couldn't think of anything. My brain was tired, so I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to call it Parallel and make really good artwork for it. And that's what I did, because I'm fucking dope. But Joe's one came with the title. Boom. Now y'all know my secret. Not even shame. I'm proud of it. I'm proud. (laughs) And so... He also hit me up and was like, yo, when y'all get to episode six of season two, can I sit in and listen? And I was like, I'll do you one better. I will have you be a guest host and you won't even know it until it's too late to back out. (laughs) And so that's what we did. Also, this episode is an origin story. But it's an origin story for the entire universe. Ain't Ain't no Howard in this at all. No. Just a there's, whole lot of confusion because there's a lot of alphas and primes. Yeah, there's you know what you know what they did actually for this one is lots of those people are actually like siblings and stuff like that. Like it's not the same actor in two roles this time. See, really? that's yeah. dope. And it would have been easier just hire twins. I guess if it's like one episode, you yeah. could do yeah, like, like old Doubleman commercials. Twins mm-hmm. and twins and twins. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yannick initially was supposed to be a spy, more or less. And the way that they did this episode, it had me wondering was Germany a part of Russia on the east side? Because they said combat a lot. Anyway, Yannick was supposed to take pictures. You don't so know he- about the Berlin Wall. Yeah. No, but I knew you were going to tell me. Like, literally. It's in this my is, notes. This is during the time when the wall was still up. It's so. in my notes. It's yeah, literally East in my Russia, notes that Brandon I mean, was going to say something about the Berlin Wall. Yeah, you don't remember? And then they have the famous uh, Ronald Reagan. Gorbachev like, stared Gorbachev down that wall. Yes. That wall. Gorbachev was, was, was uh, Russia. So, okay. Well, not Russia. At the time, it was USSR. USSR. Yeah. And and Zangief was somewhere wrestling bears and shit. You lose. Yes. Okay. So, anyhow, uh, Yannick was supposed to take these pictures so he can get his family safely out of Germany. And in the midst of the conversation he had at the beginning of the episode, he said something extremely interesting, which is that the experiment that he was working on, that his father was working on, was perfect. But it was corrupted by their pettiness, which is a harbinger if I've ever heard one. Yep. Well, you know what? Hmm? What really corrupts everything in both these worlds is these people's like weaknesses for their spouse or their kids. Mm-hmm. Like they basically just destroyed two worlds. Like Howard Alpha's with his wife, um, Peter and Emily. Who else? And then, yeah, Yannick, as you get to. Don't forget about Ian, too, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, Ian. Poor ass Nomi. <laughs> She's still at home, like, where's my husband at? Where's Wesley? But the wall is still up. It's East Berlin in 1987. And at home, his daughter, Mira, is listening to Alphaville, and she loves Which one song. Which of these mirrors is our mirror that's fucking everything up? 
Uh, the mirror that's fucking everything up is Mira Prime. The one who saw her, the daddy kill someone and nobody believed her? Or the yes. other one? The one who yes. saw the yeah, daddy she's, kill... She, she's Prime. Yeah. She's she's Prime. Yeah. I thought I thought Yannick Prime was the one that killed Yannick Alpha. No. It was the, it was the opposite? Yes. Alpha oh. killed Prime and then they gave him to Prime's world. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. because they said that if they didn't, the other management would shut down the, the crossing. But okay. Mira's listening to Alphaville. She loves one song and plays it constantly. And Yannick tells his wife that they that, that the spies, the Americans, are giving him a camera and that they'd be leaving soon. Um, he reminds his son, Rainier, to take his medication for seizures. And Rainier is super in the fuck everything Germany and Russia is about. And his parents are well aware of it, as are the government authorities. And really, he's aware of the, you know, he's like super fuck the USSR. And Rainier's mom, Isabel, is like, you are you you need to stop hanging out with your antisocial friends. But how are Rainier's friends antisocial if they all hang out together? Antisocialists. That's exactly what I meant. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, she didn't say antisocialist. She said antisocial, which was a mistake on her part. Yeah, she said antisocialist. And I knew you were going to say that, Brandon. I knew it. I wrote that in, too. Yeah, um, right but, you know, yeah, socialist, the, the you what the United Socialists support of Russia or whatever USSR stands for? <laughs> What's it stand for, Brandon? I don't know. <laughs> it's something about Soviet uh, something or another. United Soviet Socialist motherfuckers. Scar, you you, you Googling it? Not really, because I'm, I'm, I'm having a text conversation with someone right now. Oh, Scar doesn't up. care hey, about USSR. Hey, hey, tell her I said what's up. So Yanni goes to the work. Actually, goes actually, this person you don't want me to say anything to. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. Yanni goes to work at the office the next day, and he has a camera in his backpack. And he tells one of his coworkers that I think he's the manager of and doesn't really like that he made some changes to the X-ray splitter that should get rid of the bugs they've experienced. It's and the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics. See, socialist. And she is like. That's gonna take all day because he tells her to recalibrate it, and he checks her like, "Who the fuck you think you're talking to, dog?" Everybody else leaves the office. Alpha. Hmm. This is Yannick Alpha. Yes. Okay. Um. He turns on his camera and starts taking pictures of machinery, and he turns on the synchrotron and continues to take pictures when a rat knocks something over. So he goes to investigate and continues to take pictures, and then the synchrotron starts messing up. How does he not hear this? He's in his own world. There's a fatal error, and it's asking him to press any key to abort, but he's too busy taking pictures. And the synchrotron, after like eight warnings that you can press a button to stop this shit at any given moment, goes to a code red, and the walls begin to fucking crack. And the computer literally starts to melt. Right. And liquid yeah. runs out onto the floor, and an earthquake occurs, and the building goes dark. What are you saying, Brandon? I remember this scene, but I didn't. I couldn't tell what the fuck was happening. Yep, I had to watch it three times. 
Yanni grabbed a flashlight and went to investigate, and as he walked downstairs, he stumbled because he's a clumsy motherfucker, and his flashlight fell out of his hands, rolling down the stairs and landing next to an identical one. And here's the cold piece. As Yannick calls out hello in the darkness, it sounds like his voice is echoing, but it fucking isn't. It's his other calling out the same fucking thing from the other side of the room. So this is what I was confused about. Did Yannick Alpha create this, or was Yannick Alpha and Yannick Prime both doing this shit, and what they did was expose the other universes? So both these universes already existed, no, I I am under the impression that 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 it was a it was a complete split when Alpha did what he did. I was under the impression that the only point of division that they had was the tape. But prior to that, I think they both made the same mistake because yeah. they're both talking about it. Well, they they're both talking about it, but remember. They said in the early parts of the first season, everything was the same until that one thing happened that made the two worlds. But they were they were it was it was just one up until that point happened. So it made an identical copy. So it made an identical copy of the person who fucked everything up, too. What do you think, Joe? I was going to ask. Uh, I didn't really think that like. I didn't think that hard into it, honestly. Okay. I, I don't know. I want to know because I'm very I confused. Wanna I want to. I want to know if these two universes existed, and then they just found out about it, like in the MCU. Like, there's I'm, always been a multiverse. We just ain't know. I want to know. I'm, I'm, I under the, know. I'm under the impression it wasn't because if it if a multiverse existed, then we would have more than two. No, it doesn't have to be a multiverse. I'm just saying. And and multiverses, the, the the way that we see multiverses, right? Yeah, but you're talking about a multiverse. I use multi- that as an but, example. But, but I'm saying, like, if, we, if we're looking at it from the perspective of, like, thinking about a multiverse, like, multiverses are typically different because there's some sort of division that makes one side different. These two sides were identical until these two dudes started fucking with shit. Like there, there was one world. This thing happened. It made an identical world. Yeah, but it could be they, they were started... identical until they realized the other existed, and that's mm-hmm. what changed everything. No, there was a, the the prime world was created from the alpha world. That's how I. That's how I understand what they've talked about so far prime world was created from the alpha world alpha world was first this thing created a (coughs) an exact copy of itself okay okay i get it so that's the reason why everything everything when when they're talking you know when the when the characters meet each other and they're talking about their childhoods and stuff like that all of that stuff is absolutely identical until this split, then it could possibly split and do something. They could possibly split and do something different. Everything is identical because it was only one world until this split happened. Because if it wasn't, if they were parallel to each other, there could have been more differences. They, they, so, so why is our podcast called Parallel? Because they're parallel now. Gotcha. So, in now times. Uh, Yannick and Mira have arrived at an old safe house that's armed to the fucking gills. And Mira tells Yannick that she moves around a lot because she's being hunted. And he asks if this is what his daughter's become. And she's like, I'm not your fucking daughter. 
And he asks if this is what she has become. And she's like, don't talk to me about my life like I'm your fucking experiment. And she, he says, you, were, you weren't my experiment. And she's like, I, I know I was. I've seen the fucking papers, dog. Somebody from your side gave them to me, fam. I know everything. And I have people in your world who are inspired by your words and feelings. Because ah, of you. Ah, okay. I, now I'm starting to get it. Yeah, that's Alpha Yannick talking mm-hmm. to Prime Mirror. Mm-hmm. Yes. And okay. back in 87, um, Yannick is like, you know, normal people would have run away, but both of us are scientists, and we meet up. And they discovered that something must have happened when the particles divided, and they went into superposition, which was probably a quantum mechanical entanglement, which should make Jada happy. Stop that. Gonna say that. They realized that they're identical, a world for each of them. And that's when they realized that leaving East Berlin was fucking impossible. So the agent, the U.S. agent tells him, Croft tells him that he has 72 hours. John and that Walker? if he isn't there, there wouldn't be another. Huh? John Walker? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and also, Rainier was photographed giving out subversive flyers. It's like, come on, man. Listen to your parents. I didn't told you to cut that shit out. Um, I mean, but honestly, if I lived in USSR, I'd probably want to get away and break out too. I don't know. They sent all the other workers home though and began to study themselves and they compared everything, even their teeth. They were identical. I got a cap here. So do I. That's crazy. They were identical and so were their worlds, including their radio stations. And they wanted to see each other's worlds and they found out that they were perfect reproductions down to the most minute detail. So they decided to make their own drastic difference. They each bought their daughter a tape, but Yannick Alpha actually <coughs> gave his mirror the tape while Yannick Prime destroyed his. This was suggested by Yannick Prime. So this is what changed everything. This From that point saying. forward, there was no going back. Yes. And this this is this is and this is also why Alpha is going to have it in with Prime. This is the start. This is the very start of why they end up having issues, why he ends up having issues with the other one. We'll get to that in a moment. And a change was produced, and this was the point of departure. And Mira tells Yannick in current times that she's been planting soldiers in both worlds for many years so that they could do what she is about to do with his help which is contact management in both worlds and end the experiment forever. So then they go back. Yannick Alpha's wife, Isabel, asks him what happened to the passage to America. And we supposed to be gone? And he says it's been delayed. And she's like, what the fuck? Wasn't that the whole thing that we were working toward? And he was like, I finally have found purpose and happiness in life. And why aren't you happy for me? He really sounds like a person and acting like a person who would who's having an affair would act. Absolutely. Distant towards loved ones in an attempt to get to the new flame. Like all the shit that happened could have been fixed, even though what happened with Rainier happened with Rainier. He could have fixed it if this chasm wasn't being built before this shit even hit the fan. But he was addicted to the experiment. He invites four new people into the experiment and Yannick Prime brings the four, the same four people over from his side and they introduce the, themselves to each other. And all of them were chosen for their disciplines. Martine for economics, Yuma for immunology, Elsa 
for environmental science and Volcker for human behavior. And the terms that they have are that the secret about this country for their lives and that none of them may meddle in the in the lives of their echo because they're not their other and their other is not them. Yannick makes these rules. They must remain discreet to themselves. And Yuma Alpha asked Yannick if he's sure that they should be doing this, but they all decide that they should. They all say it will be an honor to work with one another. And so they convinced the state to shut down the building from all prying eyes and their experiments grew exponentially and it was thrilling because there was literally no limit to what they could experiment on. They could say, mm. they were friends, brothers and sisters. And, and then, and then the secret police came to apprehend Rainer Alpha and threw him on the ground and put a knee in his fucking back. And his head slammed on the ground. He started having a seizure. And his parents didn't fucking notice. So they had their own shit to deal with. Like trying to get them off of their fucking son and threatening them like, I'm going to call the, I'm going to call your manager. Mira, however, also didn't notice because she had the new tape that her dad had given her playing in her Walkman at full volume. And by the time she did notice, it was too late. They couldn't find Rainier's medication in time and he died. And this is the part that the the reviews that I saw didn't fucking mention. The this reason the why departure. this is this is why Prime's son survived. Mm-hmm. Prime's son survived because Mira wasn't listening to her music and was able to come out and save. And was him. able to come out earlier and save his life. Mm-hmm. People are not the the reviews that I saw didn't mention that the tape is the reason for all of this. Yes. The tape is the point of departure for everything that happens past the initial point where the, where this whole thing was created. Yep. If, if, if he, if he would have gave her that tape, both boys would have died. But I mean, if you throw a rock into a, into an ocean, or if you throw a rock into a lake, you never know which way the ripples are going to go. You just know there's going to be fucking ripples. But then also, this is also why, you know, once once they have the conversation about it and he says his son is fine, it's like, whoa. Um, but you are the one who told me not to do this. Yeah. And also, Isabel says, dude, like, we should already been in America. You murdered my son, which she's kind of right. Yeah. Like they knew what was coming. They knew what their son was doing. They knew they needed to get him the fuck out of town. They didn't. He didn't. From that point forward, Yannick Alpha's life became a shell. He drug himself to work and found out the Yannick Prime's son still lived because like we said, Mira didn't have the tape on that side. So she was able to come out and save him. And so in Prime's world, Love and happiness still ruled the house. But Yannick Alpha's house was dark and cold. And I loved how they had those overlay with each other, like one on top and one on bottom. So you could see that while Yannick Prime sat down with his family every night and had great conversations at dinner, Alpha sat down to an empty kitchen. His daughter was putting on earphones to block him out. His wife was turned away from him in bed while Yannick Prime was getting that good loving. He began to lose his way a bit at that point in time. He goes back to work and finds out the Rainier <coughs> Prime 
was released and promised never to hang out with those friends again. And Yannick Prime tells him this like proudly. Like we did it. And he sees that Yannick Alpha is still distraught. So he's like, you know what? There's things we could share, kind of like what Lambert does with Lambert. But there's things we could share, like 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 your son is still alive. And Yannick Alpha's like, that ain't my son. My son's dead. And that's where you first see the uh, divide. Because if somebody offers you something and you know it's not yours, one person would gladly take the offering and utilize it. Another person who was envious. That ain't mine. That's yours. Don't be trying to pity me. Give me no pity piece of a son. What? That ain't my son. Get that kid the fuck out of my face, dog. Fuck you. That's how other people react. But then the nigga does it anyway. Mm. And then and then finds out that the other motherfucker's going back to his house. Dude, and why then are you... I'm... <laughs> what? what? We about to find out about this shit anyway? No, we got like two more pages of notes. Like I said, I watched this shit three times. Okay, fine. Two more pages of notes. Let's do it. Fuck you. Rainier, or the Berlin Wall came down and they expanded. In 1989, Martine was showing them all the fourth floor of the building, which used to be abandoned. And Yannick, Prime, and Alpha were still downstairs while everybody else was upstairs. Alpha was working and Prime was preparing to go upstairs and he asked Alpha if he was coming up and Alpha's like, I have work to do. Alpha's now at the point where he looked like he's sick of his co-workers. He got work to do. He got work to do. I got a gig, nigga. <laughs> but Martine has been thinking that with the wall down, they could carefully expand, re- expand for research purposes. They should carefully expand for research purposes. As a matter of fact, they should build a new institute for the study of interchange. Um, but meanwhile, Yannick Alpha was still downstairs while they're all upstairs talking about this new future and this new idea. And he looked at his blue sweater that was hanging up which is the same one that Yannick Prime was currently wearing. And Juma says there's, there, there will be too many people if we did that, and the secret would get out. But Ilsa Prime suggests separating the floors, with each floor having a different level of clearance. So Howard that's Alpha how we get was the at the... Different floors. Hmm? Yep. That's yep. how we get the different floors. And that's why Howard Alpha's on the lowest level of clearance and can't find out shit about shit. Because interface is... <laughs> You don't even know what you're studying. They literally said that. Ilsa said everybody else can study the secret without knowing what the fuck they're studying. And somebody said that in the first season. I don't even know what we're working on. And we could have the fourth floor to ourselves, Martin says, filling the halls with our research. Meanwhile, while they're putting this together, Yannick Alpha put on his sweater and went home to Yannick Prime's house. And he sees Rainier and hugs him so tightly. And on that day, he said, I betrayed myself and I would gladly do that shit again. Okay, Scar, now you're back. But before you're back, what up, Joe? <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, that, was, that, was, that was like, speak, motherfucker. Like you, you were just oh, kind of like, Hi. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, like, it's mostly just like 
there to show the divide like between what one yonic goes through and the other and stuff like that like mm-hmm. yeah so while everybody else is setting up the office the one thing i wouldn't get is yonic alpha thinks prime did that on purpose but they both like neither of them could have known that like exactly. you should know that yeah. both of them can't see that far into the future into the exactly like but when he fa- think when, this- when he falls that deep into his depression and, and as far as like where his life has gone since that decision was made like you can see how he can come up with that um yeah but I mean, we, I mean, from, from the outside looking in, like we, you know, we know that that's wrong, but like, that's not how he feels about this shit. Like he is very much just kind of feeling at this point that he's not thinking very much at all. Mm-hmm. So while everyone else set up the office, you know, meticulously setting up every aspect to be what we see in the current time. Yannick Alpha was going to Yannick Prime's house, being stepdaddy. And it all culminated when he kissed Prime's wife, Isabel, and they made sweet love while Prime was overseeing the construction. And they show that he's noticing kind of the Yannick's office is empty, which is across from one another. And she had perfect toe point and everything. She was in there. And Alpha went to Prime's house every day while they worked and fucked his wife and loved his kids. This This scene was wild. And this nigga, and he had the nerve to talk about you coming to my house. (laughs) Audacity. Audamdacity. Right? Audacity. Audamdacity. He got got to go to your depressing (coughs) fucking house and try to see about how to make your life at least livable while you over there getting your fuck on. And you you over there getting your fuck on. And then you mad at him. How the fuck are you mad at him? This is I couldn't bullshit. believe that shit. I couldn't believe it. I mean, Alpha and Isabel made love one day, and she ripped his shirt open, sending a button flying. Which that's is- like having makeup sex every day. Yeah, and you gotta wonder, like, while y'all are talking about it, you gotta wonder, was Prime fucking Isabel? I don't think so. We never he's know. There. But Alpha- I mean, he's there. Alpha he's is eating not, dinner with them. Probably not, because Isabel ain't want shit to do with that young. Nah, because yeah, by the exactly. time it all hits, by it all, by the time it all comes to a head at this point, where um, Alpha went home, and when he got to the, his house, he looked in the mirror and realized his button was gone. And as he was looking, Mira Alpha came out and told him he had returned back quickly. So Yannick Alpha asked what she meant, and she told him that. Yannick Prime had told her he had left something at the office and would be back. And Alpha walked into the dining room and saw they had already eaten dinner and there were three plates. So before he was eating dinner alone, but once she got the dick, I think we should eat together again. And I mean, it's been years. We don't know how long he's been fucking her. Yeah, I guess guess he could have he could have made some inroads with, mm-hmm. with the fam. For the good of, like he said, for the good of the whole, yeah. I'm going to take it to the hole. Ain't nobody else driving. Why you keep shooting? Because ain't nobody else shooting, coach. <laughs> and and my, man, my man was like, you, you, you Westbrooking right now. I need you to stop. <laughs> but from that moment forward, Alpha 
no longer trusted Prime because honestly, question is there. Who's making love to your old lady? Who's making love to your old lady? While you was out making love. Question is there. And the sound of the rats, along with the picture of them eating one of their own alive, was stark. Because once they were brothers and sisters traveling to each other's world to check it out. But when it was all said and done, they couldn't fight their basis nature. I love so this fucking episode and all rats. the small things that they just had in it. Like those small moments. What, Scar? Those were all copycat okay. rats. Those were rats from both worlds. Yeah, they were they 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 weren't all copycats of each other, but they were all they were all the rats from both sides. And sooner or later, they I mean at first they were single line, single file line going into each other's world and everything, but when it was all said and done, they're gonna do what they do. And rodents do eat one another in times of stress or in battle. So Yannick Alpha talked with Juma Alpha in a pub alone, and he convinced them, or he convinced him that the animalistic instincts have won out. And that, you know, if, if our immunologies have changed on either side, we can make a biological weapon that'll kill one side, and not the other. Because, you know, if one world found itself lacking in resources, say, a sun, it would be inevitable that the world will look to the other to better itself at the other's expense. And Yannick Alpha and Juma Alpha discuss making a biological weapon against the other world just in case. And Juma reiterates that it's just in case. And Yannick agrees. And Juma says, then why would we need such a thing? And Yannick's like, because if we're having this conversation, who's to say that the prime world ain't having it too? Right. They were in a world with nukes exist. They should know why they're having that conversation. Mm-hmm. I watched a show called The Mole on Netflix. I, I recommend it. It's a it's a reality show, but it's really cool. And in one episode, both sides uh had to find a code. If neither side went looking for the code and punched it into the computer, both sides would get ten thousand dollars each. But if one side punched in the code, their whole group would get immunity from elimination that night. And one side sat there and did nothing because they were like, we're going to get this money. We're going to get $20,000. And the other side was like, yeah, that other side over there is probably looking for this shit right now. We need to be doing this shit. Basis nature. It's the same thing they did in Batman The Dark Knight. That was The Dark Knight with the Joker, right? Yeah. Where they had the two boats and Debo was on one boat. Yeah, that was right. a dark night. And they were like, whoever clicks this button, the other boat will explode and y'all get to live. Basis nature. One side was uh, inmates. The other side were fucking civilians. And the civilians were like, murder them motherfuckers. Meanwhile, Debo was like, nah, man, chill. Basis nature. But the thing that I that, that blew my mind was fuck. The flu that these niggas been denying since the first season was really their fault. And they don't know. But Mira knows. And that's why I wonder if that's why Mira made sure to hunt Juma down and kill him. Because she saw the fucking notes. And knows who uh, Yannick Alpha was talking with. Yannick Prime goes home and Yannick Alpha follows him 
And Alpha says, Prime's house is nice. You know, mine is so empty. And Prime's like, you should spend more time there then. Nigga, go home. And Alpha's like, I don't think they miss me. Prime's like, why haven't you been taking care of home? Like, why you been neglecting Mira, Alpha, and Isabel? And, and, and says, why wouldn't you want to look after, why wouldn't I want to look after our family? That's how I knew he was fucking Isabel Alpha. Why wouldn't <laughs> I want to do what needs to be done for our family? Yeah, that's our wife. He did say I offered her up to you. She's, yep. she's she's both of ours. And Prime and Alpha both are that's everybody is ours. Communal. Socialist. Yeah. And Alpha scoffs and says our That's family. my bike punk. Huh? No, nah, he said one of them said it, you know, it could be like both of ours. And the other one said, That's my bike punk. Yeah, Alpha, <laughs> Alpha was Debo. He was like, That's my family punk. And Prime says they're my blood too. And you abandon them. And Alpha Yannick asks Prime if he thinks you're if do you think you better than me? And Prime tells him honestly, you you aren't you aren't well, comrade. Because remember, Russia. He isn't either. And what I find is that often the person who's been doing the fuck shit tend to lose their faculties when they find out the person they were doing the fuck shit to is also doing fuck shit back to them. And Scar, without saying names, we know a couple who did that shit. Absolutely. So he was just so wrapped up in it that he didn't even notice it. And Alpha's like, don't call me comrade. There's no comrades anymore. And he blames Prime for the tape idea and wonders if Prime knew what was what would happen, which again, like Joe said, which, like y'all said, it's fucking impossible. You cannot predict the future. Well, like, and also like you just said, like if we're having this conversation, they are too. So if I didn't know that tape could have saved my son's, the lack of that tape could have saved my son's life. He didn't know that as well on his side. Mm -hmm. Y'all, if y'all knew that y'all wouldn't have fucking done it. Period. So I, I refuse to believe that Yannick would have been like, yo, I already know that this is going to cause your, your son's death. Let's do it. Like, no. So, but he and his feelings, dog. Deep in his feelings, and he's in he's in Marvin's room feelings. Alpha accuses Prime of experimenting on him and experimenting with his life. And Prime gets up from his seat and walks away and retrieves Alpha's button from his shirt. You know the one Isabel ripped off when it was popping off. And Prime says, "Do you think I can smell you between my sheets?" Don't that nigga smell like you? I was wondering. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I was like, "Don't." I, mean, I, I was wondering. But Prime continues on and he's like, I offered her to you. There was no need to be shady, fam. Right. Alpha okay. accuses him of using his own moral superiority to move into Alpha's life and give him scraps. And Prime says, dude, Rainier's death was a tragedy, but you're letting it destroy you. We were friends and now we're being defeated by Alpha's animalistic nature. Alpha says the prime was empty and had nothing to cling to. He's like, I know you, dog. I know exactly what you're thinking because I am you. You had nothing to cling to, but you found purpose in me, in experimenting on me. And they tussle at that point. And Alpha knocks Prime into a table and he apologizes, but they tussle some more. And Prime gets the upper hand and begins to choke Alpha the fuck out. And Alpha grabs a, a big-ass red 99 red luff balloon size fucking telephone that they don't even make no more. The one where you got to 
push the buttons manually or else spin the rotor, the rotary dial, but they're heavy as fuck. And he slams it in a prime's head and straddles that nigga. And once he straddles him, the man who was once trying to choke him to death is all of a sudden like, peace. Peace. <laughs> but ain't no peace happening. Alpha grabbed the telephone and slammed it in the prime's head again and again until he's dead. But at that moment, Mira Prime comes out and sees her father murdered by her father. That will fuck somebody's head up for a long ass time, especially if when you tell folks about it, nobody fucking believes you. Nobody believes you, like I always right. say. Yeah. Brandon does say that shit about the UFOs. And Yannick Alpha runs out the door and returns back to the office where Yuma still is. I don't know if it's Juma Alpha or Juma Prime. But Alpha tries to convince him and Martine that the experiments failed and that y'all got to shut this down. Y'all going to turn each other, too. And Martine's like, nah, you're, you're wrong, dog. We just need to restore the trust, which they do by turning Yannick Alpha over to the prime world as a prisoner, because that's the only way the crossing will stay open. But Juma Alpha tells Isabella Mira Alpha that Yannick ran away, perhaps with another woman, maybe to Switzerland. And Juma Prime sits with Yannick Prime's family and listens as Mira insists that what she saw actually happens, but nobody believes her and he can't back her up. This, hor this whole ordeal sets her on the course she's at now. Yep. At this juncture, there's no longer any peace and Martin Alpha and Juma Alpha make the biological weapon. And Juma explained it to Martine with the same exact words that Yannick Alpha told Juma earlier. You don't even have your own reason for doing it. You're just going off of the suspicions of what he said. And they sealed the weapon up, but it still got into the into the prime world. And by the time the flu spread, the trust was gone. And they had developed new ways to talk via the suitcase computers. Because they didn't even want even they didn't even want each other to know where they resided at for their own protection. Yeah, and, and at this point, they were all mistrustful of each other. Mm-hmm. And they each got their suitcases and left, and Yuma Prime tried to shake Juma Alpha's hand, but nigga ignored him. Like, the fuck you doing with that hand? So these are the people that make up management. Yep. Yes. And the one who had the ring, at the the one that I thought was Roland, like, I was like, how Roland get a suitcase? That was... um, uh, There was... There was um, Garnet... Uh, what the fuck is that nigga's name? Yannick. No, not Yannick. It wasn't Yannick. Sorry. It was... <sighs> fuck. I had his name. And then is I wrote, and not threw it away. The, the, one, the, one that, the one that the mirror killed and was, looking for, and was looking for the case, that was old Yuma. Yeah, no, Yuma's the one that she killed. But they had a conversation. And there was a guy who was sitting there talking on the phone or talking on the um, suitcase or listening on the suitcase while everybody else talked or whatever. And it was Volker. Okay. Volker was the one who was sitting there old with the ring on his hand. I went back and looked. I just forgot the name. Okay. Um, and Mira tells Yannick that when she saw him murder her father, it set her on that path. And Yannick said he had spent decades in Echo trying to convince them that what happened to him was universal. And then they never believed him. Mira's like, I believed you, though. Mm -hmm. I'm your daughter, even though I'm not. And they get the suitcase open and Mira tells management to shut down the crossing forever. 
and invite Alpha World Management over with Prime World Management so they're all in the same room the next day where she and Yannick will surrender into their custody. Damn. Also, I want to point out that we were fucking right about management being run by the same people across the two worlds. Yep. We, I, I thought it was the same people in general. Like it was the same group. Like this, this group handles both sides. I didn't know it was the same group on both sides. Right? Yeah. But still, I thought, you, I thought it was one group instead of two. So yeah, Scar, you got anything? Wait, no, uh, Joe, you got anything? Oh, never. Uh, glad to hear you're feeling better, Brandon. I was listening to episode three today. Yeah, it sounded like shit. For like a week and a half. I'm getting better. Yeah, glad to hear you're sounding better. Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. Nice speech. Like, verbalize with you guys. It, it, it's, it's different when you can actually see our faces, huh? Yeah. <sighs> Randy, you got anything? Nope. Scar, you already said no. Yeah. 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, you can um, leave a review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Copy and paste that into the Podchaser app and then copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast. Or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. Joe, you want to sing it? Oh, buy us a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can go to the Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Joe, thank you so much for joining us. Joe is on Twitter at Joe. What's your Twitter name? Um, Oh, shit. There's an underscore in there somewhere. Smoking Joe, S M O K I N J O E underscore yeah. 87. If y'all want to talk to him about Oz or this show or anything else, dude is a straight wealth of information. Scar's on Twitter yeah. at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B L K. And I'm there at Ratchet Book Club. The show is under RTO Podcast. Not under RTO Podcast, but the show's Twitter is RTO Podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. I am literally sad to say there's only four episodes left of this show. Brandon, you outdid yourself. Yeah. I enjoyed the show. It's very good. Me too. Okay. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly do appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.